Hey, Pie Tribe, buckle up for a new episode of the Passive Income Examiner, the number one podcast for budding entrepreneurs and business owners looking to diversify their income with passive strategies. Welcome to season two, focused on building successful online businesses with evergreen marketing solutions. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland. Thanks for joining me. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Passive Income Examiner. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland. Thanks again for joining me. I had an episode prepared already and thought I scheduled it, but now I realize I didn't. And also I can't find it right now, (laughs) which is ironic in a way because I have a message that is calling forth on my heart that I think is taking precedence. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes things in life, well, I think for everybody, things in life happen for a reason. But for me, I've so hyper aware of this that usually when something is feeling difficult, I recognize that there's a reason for that. And the fact that I was struggling to find that episode kind of made me pause and say, okay, what is it that's coming? What is the reason for this? And it's this message. This is such an important and powerful paradigm shifting episode. You will not want to miss it. Now, I know why this is coming through because I know so many of us are calling forth change, real change. And we all know where the the change comes from. It's not that next big package you're trying to buy or the next coach who's going to help you or the next tech that's going to solve your life problems. The change is coming from within us. And we're part of entrepreneurship is like battling ourselves. Really, it seems like that. You know, a lot of times we think it's learning. Yes, there's an educational curve that comes with it, but let's be realistic. If we can get through high school and we can get through our elementary education, right? Our 12 grades here in the U.S., then we can learn whatever skills we need to learn to do online marketing or online business. It is not rocket science. And I'm telling you, after spending thousands of dollars with coaches, they all teach a lot of the same thing. Okay, so that is what's so interesting about that is it's not bad. It's actually a good thing. It's an interesting concept to know that the the truth is the truth. The difference is when we're willing, A, do we get the clarity? Clarity is definitely important, but again, that comes from within. And B, when are we willing to push past the hard? And that is what today is about. Now, listen to this. This morning... I was out chasing a baby duck. So as you know, we live on a little homestead and I had a duck, I have Muscovy ducks and the mama had babies and they're so cute. I love the baby ducks. I mean, this is like my favorite little farm animal next to the sheep. The sheep and the ducks are my favorite. Well, all of a sudden we noticed mama ducks missing and there were eight babies and now there's seven. And my instinct said, there's a problem. Mama's gone. I don't know where she is, but something's wrong. So I tell my daughter, let's scoop up the babies. We're going to put them in. We have like this big water trough that we sometimes use as a chicken pen when the baby chickens are first hatched. I said, let's pick up the babies and let's put them in there. So we're working about doing that. Now, friends, that's not an easy thing. Little baby ducks, you think they're so cute, but they are fast. (laughs) They are like speedy Gonzalez. (laughs) Now, the good news is they are easier to catch than chickens, but also they tire out eventually. So they get a little easier to catch, but I have this net and we were going around catching them. Now here's the mistake I made. I was wearing slippers because I was just first thing in the morning. Then this happened. This was this morning and the dew on the grass 
met my slipper and I took a slide. And let me tell you, I was certain I broke my elbow. I was in excruciating pain. Heaven, thank God, like my elbow's not broken, but none of my arms, nothing, no bones are broken. <laughs> That's the good news. The not so good news is I've got my arm in a sling because I'm pretty darn sure I hyperextended my elbow and I heard a pop. Ugh, just excruciating pain I've been in all day. I took some ibuprofen and I really didn't want to record this episode. I didn't want to. I was like, man, I'm just going to find that one episode I already loaded and I'm just going to pop that out there. And I couldn't find it. And it's like, God's like, look, you got to do this. And I'm not preparing. This is a completely ad lib episode, which I normally don't do. I normally type out what I want to say because I tend to go down bunny trails. So forgive me in advance. (laughs) I'm already having some pain and I've already had one heck of a day. So you're going to get me. This is just the raw Lindsay right now. Okay. All right. So here's the scoop. As I said, there's a message that's been on my mind to talk to you guys about. And interestingly enough, this Sunday we went to church. Now, not to get too political or religious or personal rather, but I don't normally go to church unless I really love the church. Okay. That's true for me with all areas of my life. If I don't really love something, I'm not going to really do it unless I'm doing it for like my kids. Okay. That's about the, (laughs) that's about the extent of it, but I don't really force myself to go to church. I'm spiritual. I I focus on my relationship with God. You've heard me talk about my relationship with God on the podcast, but I had this yearning to go to church. And my friend, she's a podcaster. She's been on this podcast, Julie Holly. She has the podcast, The Conscious Investor. She goes to a church here in town and I messaged her and I said, Hey, you know, what time does your church start? I think I'm going to go. And my husband was on board. And so we all go to church on Sunday and the message from the pastor resonated with the same message that had been on my mind for the same week. Is that crazy or what? Obviously he was talking about it from the context of our relationship with God and how our uh, sins, so to speak, is like us turning away from God and choosing something alternate, right? It's it's a parallel, which I thought was interesting, to entrepreneurship. In my mind, it's how I saw it. Because coming up to that week, I was already going about this. He said, and I say the same thing, the biggest barrier between where we are and where we want to be is ourself. And in his mind, he said, look, God's already there. It's just up to us to turn and face God and and lean on God and all that, right? Now, I'm not here to get all preachy on you because <laughs> it's not what that's not who I am. I'm just showing you the parallel and this is how it sunk in for me. And I thought that is like the same thing with entrepreneurship. Really, the only thing holding us from where we want to be is ourself and believing in our worth. And he talked about worth. He talked about our soul's worth. And I talk about our self-worth. I mean, the the parallels here were just unbelievable and inspiring because he said, what are you willing to do to crush that thing that is holding you from back from what you want. Now, here's the the question. What is it holding you back? Maybe it's just laziness. Maybe you know what you need to be doing. And I see this a lot of times with online entrepreneurs or any work from home people that don't have a boss when you're working for yourself. The lazy component, I'll do it tomorrow, or I'm just not in the mood today, or 
you know, obviously extenuating circumstances like what happened to me today, that's, that's a, that's a big deal. Those are different things, trip to the hospital, but on the regular, that just complacency with postponing what you need to do. Like I would ask you to ask yourself if you were working for yourself, like if you were the boss telling yourself what to do, would you be okay with the way you show up every day for your business, for yourself? And if not, if the answer is no, or even a slight hesitation, then I invite you to explore that. I invite you to dig deep and ask yourself, what do I actually need to do? What is one thing I need to do every day? Your instincts are so powerful, friend. Your instincts will guide you and will tell you, you don't necessarily have to go research the answer. It's not outside of you. It is right here within you. Dig down and ask yourself. And for me, ironically, that answer was I needed to focus intentionally on my spiritual connection with God every single day. Because what I what I had been doing was waking up. Now that I'm at home, working from home, I would wake up and I'd start working right away. And I might take a break later in the day, but I, I, and throughout the day I was taking breaks or I'd take off and take the kids, you know, to the lake or whatever after we were, after I got through my work day. But I wasn't being intentional about my spirituality and my connection to my higher power, which is dear to my heart. And I also believe that when I have the balance, I have the balance within myself, I have the balance with my spirituality, I have the balance with my husband and my family and my business and everything is in balance, I feel good. But when I'm out of balance in one area, it affects all of the other areas. And for me, that is what it was. I was out of balance with my spiritual connection. I hadn't made it a priority. I was telling myself, I don't have time. I got to hurry up and do this. There's too much to do, whatever. So I came into that sermon on Sunday already kind of having that awareness, but not pushing myself to step up. And now, obviously, I pushed myself to go to church. That was step one. Like if I hadn't listened to that inner voice, I wouldn't have shown up to church that day to get the message that I needed to hear. But the same thing is true in your business. What is that one thing that you know, you know, and I'm telling you, I can feel it right now as I'm speaking. There is something that is going inside of you. You're like, yep, I know exactly what she's talking about. If you're listening to this episode, this is the message. It is time to crush that resistance. It is time to just take it and squish it in your hands and get rid of it once and for all. It is holding you back from who you want to be in life. For me, I left church that day going, okay, every day I put it in my phone. I am doing a 30-day challenge and I am documenting myself. I am showing up for, for God. I'm going to do my spiritual connection, whatever that may be, and it will probably change form as I go. But I have a program and I'm showing up every day. Seven o'clock in the morning, that is my God time no matter what. And would you know, this is what's going to happen to you too. I guarantee you. The day you finally are fired up and committed to do it. And I want you to know this because I want you to be prepared for this to happen because I want you to stay on course. Everything's going to pop up that never happens that's going to stop you from being able to do what it is you think you need to do. And let me tell you what happened to me. Today, it's seven o'clock. I force, I pop out of bed. I'm like, all right, I don't really force myself. I, I wake up early anyway, but I did force myself to go make the coffee, grab my spiritual texts, and go outside. 
and it was cold. It was like 40 degrees here and it's been like beautiful in the 50s and 60s. So immediately I was like, ooh, it's cold. I don't want to be out here. Lindsay, get a blanket. So I did. Get my coffee. I'm all ready to settle down in there and get all cozy and get my my connection with God going on, right? I'm so proud of myself for doing this like day after the message comes in. I'm like all fired up. And my husband comes out to have coffee with me on the patio, which he never does. I invite him to have coffee with me and he turns me down. Not today. <laughs> he showed right up and he's sitting out there and I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> how do I, I don't want to make him feel like he's intruding. I don't want to kick him out, but geez, I made this commitment to myself. What am I going to do? And then he kind of got on his phone. He's being quiet and I thought, okay, fine. I'll just read and let him be here. And then my daughter comes. She doesn't wake up this early ever. And here she comes outside to sit on my lap. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Something's going to pull you out of the way. You're going to say, well, tomorrow, well, tomorrow. No, you make it happen and you stick with it until that thing is done. And it will be uncomfortable that first day and probably for a few days till it becomes a habit. But it must happen each day until that Whatever it is inside of you that's blocking you is crushed, right? And and maybe it's laziness. Maybe it's like you need to give yourself three specific things or one specific thing. Every day you're going to do, every day, no matter what, you're going to post this one thing, whatever it is, right? Or you're going to show up somewhere and make one contact. What Whatever it is you have to do, your gut knows what it is. I'm telling you to please listen to it. Commit to this with me. Let's do it together. 30 days, every day you're going to show up, you're going to do this one thing for you, whatever it is in your business. And if you are saying to yourself, oh, well, I'll just do it on weekdays. No, do it every day for 30 days. Make it a habit. Eventually, you don't have to do it every day, but for that first 30 days, do it. If you can if you can set it up to happen on the weekend, if you're going to be on vacation, do that. Be so committed to this. Be so committed to this that nothing can stop you from getting through this one barrier. So much good is going to come from this, okay? You're not only are going to crush this thing, you're going to feel so in control of your own destiny that you will be able to feel like you can conquer all of these little things. One by one, you can do it. You and I... And anybody else who is experiencing growth is our own worst enemy when we stand in the way by deliberately evading that which we know we need to do. And we can change it. We can change it right now. I encourage you to get within, find out what that one thing is. Heck, you might find there's five or six things. Don't be tempted to do them all at one time. Focus on one What's the most impact you're going to get out of this one thing? If that's connecting with your higher power, go for it. If that means connecting with yourself, maybe it's just meditating in the morning and just journaling or doing something simple like that, reading a book. Maybe it's just reading. Let me tell you a story. In The Big Leap, great book, he talks about a woman who is a stay-at-home mom and she believes it's her duty to take care of her kids and her husband and that's what she does. She has this longing to be a writer and she's a really gifted writer, but she never writes for herself because she's always taking care of everybody else, putting them first. So she sees him for coaching and the author is the him. And he says to her, well, 
how what would happen if you were to write first thing in the morning for one hour? She's like, well, I always, my routine is I always get up. I do the laundry first. I do this first. She has a whole routine. He spells it out. He goes, well, what if you just did the, the writing first and then you go do your routine? You don't have to get up any earlier. You just do that thing first. What would happen? Well, she went through an experience with that transition. Like it was weird. Just like I'm telling you, it's going to be that way for a little bit. But in the end, she became the writer because she had more written in one month than she had written in her whole life dreaming about it. I'm telling you, this is how it's done. So I'm going to get off my soapbox now (laughs) and go back and lay down and relax. But I would just love to hear from you if this if this episode inspires you in any way, or you know somebody who needs to hear this, share it. Get an accountability partner. Heck, I'll be your accountability partner. And I'm not joking about that. I was, um, I asked my husband, I said, hey, would you be willing? It's so interesting how life happens. But before church on Sunday, we were at the state fair, the county fair. And I was telling my husband about this thing inside of me that was saying I need to be more focused on God and that I wanted to have a more structured time with God. And I said, would you be my accountability partner? I said, I'm not saying you need to do what I'm doing. Maybe you have your own thing you want to work on, but maybe together at seven in the morning, we could wake up and we could both be focused for that one hour on whatever it is that we're trying to get through. Right. And he turned me down, not, not in a hurtful way. He was just like, you know, I just got to do my own thing. I don't really work like that. And I'm like, all right. And then of course, today I go and do it and he shows up. (laughs) Funny story, but true. But I would love to be an accountability partner if you want to, you know, if you're looking for somebody that all you do is you just check in and say, okay, I showed up for my thing, whatever it is, this is my thing. And for 30 days I'm showing up and every day I showed up or I didn't show up. That simple act of telling somebody that you did it or you didn't do it is enough to make you do it in a lot of cases. I know it works for me. All right. So hook it up on Instagram. Go over there and DM me. I want to know what your thing is and what you're working on and how that's going to change your life. You are ready to change your life today. And this is how you're going to do it. All right, my friend. Thanks again for tuning in as always. Bye for now.